Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Yeah, hello, I'm Nigel. That's Hammer over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. The voice of the Indiana Hoosiers. The man, the legend, Don Fisher. Fish, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Man, we're doing good, and we got a couple things that we can get into here. But before we start with anything game-related here, how's John Herrick working out with the broadcast crew? Because he's our news guy in the back. Are you, you know, bossing him around? Because if not, I'm wondering why not. <laughs> no, I, I try not to do too much bossing. Uh, guys are, first of all, John is a terrific person, number one. Number two, he is very talented. Of course, you know he does some play-by-play in the high school ranks and all those kinds of things. And three, he is adapted to all the things that we've requested of him in the pregame, halftime, and postgame show, plus spotting, uh, as well as anybody I've ever worked with. He's terrific. Because I watched that Lakers series, Winning Time, on HBO, and this was about the rise of the Showtime Lakers. And one of the things I thought was fascinating was the way Chick Hearn, the longtime iconic voice of the Lakers, was portrayed. Whenever somebody else wanted to speak, he would stick his hand out and put the stop signal, and that was your (laughs) time to be quiet. I want to see you do that to John Herrick from time to time. Well, the the truth of the matter is that we together were very seldom on the air together. Now, he's sitting right beside me the whole broadcast because he's spotting for me. But he never says a word while we're spotting or anything like that. I mean, if he did, he would whisper it in my ear. <laughs> I don't know where I'd have the opportunity to put my finger up and say, no, John. But <laughs> honestly, uh, it may happen at some point, and boys, just to solve or to uh, salve your souls, I will put my hand up in the air and go, stop. Thank you. That's what I want to hear. That's what we want to hear. I was hoping for a slap, actually. <laughs> Hey, Fish, so the Hoosiers, uh, three and two, seventh in the Big Ten, have some uh, exciting wins, some heartbreaking losses. Your overall assessment here uh, uh, as we continue the college football season? Well, obviously, the three wins were terrific in the sense that Indiana, despite trailing in every one of those ball games, got got back into it. They either dominated the second half, or which they did against Idaho, or they came back in the final two minutes of the ball game and scored a touchdown that either gave them the win or put it into overtime and so it was very exciting but the big problem right now is that indiana has lost two in a row both games were on the road granted that but both against very good football teams but very beatable teams and honestly in my opinion indiana probably could have or should have been much closer in both those ball games but they allowed big first-half problems initially. Uh, obviously, in the game against Nebraska last week, they tied it at halftime, and then they went away offensively the rest of the ball game. while the defense played very well in the second half. But it's a team right now that's in flux, in my opinion, because there are so many new faces, number one. Uh, obviously, five different new coaches on their staff. Uh, both defensive and offensive coordinators are new. Uh, I think that causes some issues, without question, and some 
you know, some things that they have to work out yet. At the same time, this team has struggled mightily over the last couple of years with their offensive line, and there's no denying that. It hasn't been great, and right now that's the biggest problem, and they've had some injuries there, which has complicated it. So uh, now you're playing a team like Michigan coming up on Saturday that's the number four rated team in the country, by far the best team you've faced, placed this, faced this year. And honestly, it's going to be a difficult challenge, I think, to say the least. But it's going to be on a national stage. Everybody's going to be excited. Fox is going to have their game day program there. It's going to be interesting to see how this team responds to that because they're coming back home after two losses. Yeah, and definitely. I'm definitely one of the bright spots, Fish, and, and you mentioned new faces, is that uh, senior transfer, the running back, Sean Shivers. I love watching this guy, man. Talk about a uh, little bit about his play so far. Well, he has not had much of an opportunity. I don't know if you saw the first game or not, but the very first time he touched the football, he got absolutely killed yep. on the field, and almost, and he actually went out of the ball game for a couple of minutes, but he came back in. He, he's a gutty guy. He's not big at all. He's 5'7", about a 190 ball. pounds, um, and he's like a bowling ball out there and he's fun to watch he really is but they haven't made a lot of holes for him nor have they for anybody else in the running department and that's the problem with the offensive line right now they're not blocking well enough for the run game and they're certainly not protecting their quarterback especially in the last couple of ball games he has had to run for his life and he's barely hitting 50 percent of his passes at this point um, you know for the last two contests and that's just not a recipe for winning football Don Fisher is our guest, uh, the longtime voice of the Indiana Hoosiers. Hoosiers and Michigan, big one, coming up on Saturday from Bloomington. Kickoff is at noon. You can hear that right here at 93 WIBC. Fish, just looking at the Big Ten as a whole, two coaches have already been whacked. Nebraska's got an opening. Wisconsin now has an opening. And it feels like coaches now are – they got a shorter leash. At least it seems like that this year. What's your takeaway from what you've seen with the coaching carousel? Well, without question, at Nebraska and Scott Frost, the, the fact of the matter is that program has been a storied program through the years. They expect a lot from their football program, just like Indiana expects a lot from its basketball program. That's one of the reasons that Frost couldn't last, because even though they were very tight losses in most cases, they were they were getting beat like three points, uh, a touchdown, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, get, make a mistake late and get beat on a on a play that maybe shouldn't have happened. All it boils down to is the expectations for Frost were very high when he came because he's a former Nebraska quarterback. And secondly, they just weren't winning enough. And the Georgia Southern loss obviously was the big one because it's to a you know a, a football team that's a lesser team, a mid-major, so to speak, if you're looking at basketball language. And it's a football program, even though they've got a heck of a coach and the guy that was at USC and got fired and he went to Georgia Southern, all of a sudden they're winning. It doesn't matter. It's Georgia Southern, and he, Nebraska is expected to beat them, and I think that was kind of the last straw, along with all the close losses they had last year. So uh, it, from my standpoint, uh, and, and Paul Chris, that shocked me because that guy has had a terrific career at Wisconsin. Obviously, the last two or three years have been a bit of a problem,
problem, but COVID had something to do with it a couple of years ago when Indiana beat them. And there's no question they're still a good program. They're just not winning as much as the Wisconsin Badgers obviously feel they need to win. So, you know, it's hard to say. But, look, it's all about winning these days. Obviously, Tom Allen did a great job uh, leading up to the eight and four and, and four and, or uh, six and two seasons that they had two years or three years ago and two years ago. And then last year, a huge blow with the laying an egg with a football team that everybody expected to be, you know, one of the top three or four teams in the East. It just didn't happen. And only two wins. And now Tom is kind of on the hot seat. But I still think that at Indiana, you're just not going to fire a guy after one bad year or, or a, you know, a medium type of ball, ball club year, which is Indiana looking at uh, what they're looking at at this point in time. So I, I'm not concerned at this juncture. I don't think Tom is on the hot seat, at least from administrative standpoint. But the key here is how they finish out this season. And there's no doubt they've got to start winning more. There's no question. Kickoff is at noon on Saturday. The Hoosiers, the Wolverines, Fish will be listening. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.